0: Moncrief. with Ennery Glaze on News Talk. Here's a sentence you're likely to have heard lately: "We've just got an air fryer, and given that they've just yelled out quite an amount of money for it, the people who have told you this are unlikely to admit that they might regret the decision. But what, if any, are the advantages? We're joined by the food consultant Ashling Lark. An afternoon, Ashling. Hi, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. Do you have an air fryer?
1: I do have an air fryer. Now, what I'll tell you is I have a three in one. So I have an air fryer, slow cooker, pressure cooker. So it's it's a unit that does all three things in one.
0: Right. OK, that's an odd trio of things to do, really.
1: I know, but you know what? It's brilliant because you get the option to do the really quick convenience or then you get the kind of the slow cooking one or the pressure cooker option, which is definitely um, the next big fad. I
0: think. But anyway. <laughs> OK, right. But we can come back to the next big fad then. But the, 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 the uh, air fryer itself, like in, in the UK, apparently there was a 3000% increase in sales in 2021. Like it's, it's why in the first instance has it become so massive?
1: You know, I think there's a couple of reasons. I think definitely it kind of goes back to something fundamental, which is this loss of confidence and cookery skill that we have. And I think people are kind of almost afraid to try new things in the oven or, you know, we're, we're kind of a little bit short on time and, oh, if it goes in the oven, it's a bit longer. So the air fryer was sold to us as, this is quick. This is 10, 12 minutes, you know, 15 mm. minutes in the air fire. Everything can be done in the air fire. So it was like the holy grail of anything you want can go into the air fire. And I think as well as that, a huge amount of the inspo and the inspiration that we saw was coming from the likes of TikTok and Instagram. And it was from people who were just like me at home. It wasn't this professional chef. It wasn't this person who was on television. It was just everybody at home in their kitchen sharing very targeted, very specific recipes. For this appliance, that, to be fair, work. You know, they, I mean, they do work. And it does exactly what it says on the tin. It air fries your food. And I suppose sometimes we kind of think it maybe fries the food. It actually technically fry the food. It bakes the food. So I think all of those things really contributed to this massive surge of everybody getting one.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. It's, and it, it bakes it in that it, it it is it just it removes the all the moisture from it.
1: Yeah, look, I suppose, and this is, again, why did everybody get one? I, we're all trying to be a little bit more health conscious and a little mm. bit better. And, you know, back in the 80s, the 90s, the old deep fat fryer was, was in a lot of houses and a lot of kitchens. But it was yeah. the tip pan or the deep fat fryer. And all of a sudden then, gee, none of us could be eaten out, out of a deep fat fryer. So this was the replacement of the, the, you know, the deep fat fryer. This is the new age deep fat fryer. And it uses at least 90 percent less fat than if you were to deep fry something. So we're we're trying to still have that deep fried food in our world, but we're trying to do better and we're trying to use it but healthier. And I think that's where it kind of came in. And yeah, so ultimately what it does is it's a, it works off convection. So the hot air circulates all around, but it has kind of a super powered fan. So it boosts all that air around. It's a really small, it's a really kind of well insulated box. So it cooks everything inside really, really quickly. And it does exactly what it says in the tin. It does, you know, bake your food crisp up your food, but sometimes I think you can end up being, it's quite samey in a lot of households, you know, in terms of what people are cooking in it, and it kind of tends to be maybe fish fingers or chicken nuggets or, you know, it's kind of those foods that have a crispy kind of coating on the outside, and maybe that's where a little bit of the fatigue is coming from.
0: Right, okay, so it's it's limited then, because it, it like, hands up, I have an air fryer as well, we just got one. Uh, and the okay. reason, and the reason we just got one was that uh, when I go home and pick up the child, uh, uh, you know, doing something from scratch, you know, it is handy for you can knock up something in ten minutes. You can cook spuds in ten minutes. You can, you know, roast spuds. Not the best roast spud you ever had in your life, but it's all right <laughs> for a Tuesday. I, you know what I mean? It's not like I, I don't have a seven-year-old going. Mm, I don't know <laughs> what shall we have with this.
1: I think that's it, and I really do. And I think our expectations actually are relatively relatively kind of low. We're quite forgiving about what actually comes out of it. And it is quick. But look, you can do most of what you do in the airfare. Like, we can do it in in the oven, you know, in, in possibly the, the same time. Look, it is a little bit more cost-effective, I suppose, as well. Um, like, for, in terms of lifestyle, yeah, I think if you're cooking for one, because it's a small unit, it's great. But when you talk about limiting there, for a family of five, if you're cooking... All of the potatoes, all of the chicken goujons, mm. all of the crispy green beans, you know, or whatever is in it, you're kind of doing it in batches. So how do you keep things warm? Are you turning on the oven just to keep things a little bit warm to get everything at the <laughs> table at the same time? So, you know, there, there's definitely a little bit of that. It, it is limited in terms of that. And again, I think we kind of do get a little bit used to the, the same stuff and things can dry out. Like a little top tip, I suppose, if you are using it for... Don't be afraid to open it midway through and just spritz things with a little bit of oil because you still do need to use oil to get that crispy coating on the outside. Yes, and actually
0: we found that like if you put just a tiny bit of water in the base of it, it doesn't come out as dry. Now this is only on the second or third time using it.
1: Yes, that's a great idea. Or even for the bread rolls, you know, for the lunch boxes and the picnics if you're cooking those baked from home bread rolls, just run them under the tap, sprinkle them with a little bit of water. If you're reheating a slice of pizza, I know it sounds really unorthodox, like sprinkle little drops of water on top of it, then put it in the air fryer and it just creates a little bit of steam so it keeps it quite moist as opposed to totally drying out your food.
0: Mm, Yeah. The thing is though, okay, fine. You know, there are a limited amount of things that you can use it for. They're awfully big though compared to the amount of food you can produce with it.
1: Yeah, it is. Like it's a big unit. If you're tight on space in your kitchen, like I would say you would be far better off you know, learning a way of how to use your oven or even your microwave and your oven combined together. I suppose, look, when we talk about the cost of living, something like a baked potato, to do it in your air fryer will cost about 16 cents. To do it in your oven will cost about 26 cents. To do it in your mm. microwave will cost about six or seven cents. But you can, you know, even something like, you know, the pizza trays, the circular pizza oven trays you get to cook a pizza at home on. Yeah. Like that will replicate what the air fryer is doing because it has the air holes in it. So when you put your food on it, whatever it is, your you know chicken goose, under your chips or whatever, the air will circulate through. So you'll get a much crunchier, like nicer effect when you use that pizza tray with the holes in it in the oven, as opposed to just putting them on a flat baking tray. So you can kind of get that crispy effect from using the oven. Now look, there's loads of other things you can use your air fryer for it, like crispy chickpeas. I do a lovely crispy kind of spiced cauliflower in it, which is really lovely crispy. Brussels sprouts at Christmas time were delicious. And um, meatballs. And if you make your meatballs with your mince, if you soak a little bit of bread in milk, mix that through your your meatball mixture, spritz them or like paint a little bit of the oil on the outside. Your meatballs come out really really nice out of it as well. And um, I have a beautiful recipe for homemade chips. Cut up your potatoes. A little bit of onion powder, garlic powder, turmeric oil. Now, put like two tablespoons of vegetable oil on them, season them up with salt, put them in your air fryer, about 180 for 20 minutes. They are delicious. Genuinely, really, really delicious. So I think with a couple of little smart ways of getting in flavour, keeping the moisture in the food, you can utilise it, but you can, like in earnest, you can do the same in the oven.
0: Right. Yeah. Though, from based on what you said, though, it's cheaper to do it in the air fryer and arguably quicker, depending on what you're making.
1: Yeah, I think, look, depending on your lifestyle. Again, if you have a family um, and people are coming in and out eating at different times, it can kind of be handy to just throw something in, a one portion, a two portion piece and cook it. I have heard urban urban legend and myths of people cooking um, a full roast dinner. In yeah, well, that's the thing. Dinner. The
0: one I got has a book and the book claims it can do it can do a roast beef for you and that you can set it to, I mean, I haven't tried it, but like, you know, how pink you want it in the middle.
1: Yes. Yeah, and look, I mean, it can be done. And I think, again, for like, if you're cooking maybe for smaller numbers or for one or two people, it can work. Um, and yeah, mm. if you want to do the joint meat, it can work like that. Um, but again, why not? You, you know, you could just as do, easily do that in the oven.
0: Yeah. And you wouldn't put a chicken in it unless it was some sort of weird miniature chicken.
1: I, the one I have is actually quite a big, roundy one, so oh, I yeah. could fit a whole chicken in mine, and I could do a I could do a whole chicken. I did try and do there was a fad on TikTok where you could do boiled eggs, and I'm Sean. I am not messing. I did nine attempts. My my five year old daughter was here at the time. She thought I had lost my mind. Nine <laughs> attempts at trying to do a boiled egg, but mine kind of has the basket that's like a grill. Well, they were undercooked. They were raw. They were overcooked. They had char grill marks. They were scorched on the inside. It was an absolute um, disaster. I. I don't have the one with the drawers at the baskets. I think that's the one you can do your boiled eggs in but I will definitely be sticking to the old um, saucepan and water when it comes to boiling my eggs. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) And that's, you know, that's uh, that's five minutes in the morning. (laughs) Why would you even go to an air fryer to do that? So, do you think they'll die out altogether? You know, like a lot of people might have a bread maker. I have a bread maker that I haven't used since 2018 or something. It's gathering (laughs) dust someplace. Uh, Even slow cookers uh, um, kind of went, you know, had a... Uh, had a burst of popularity there and maybe have died out a bit. So do you think I this will go the same way?
1: I think I think it may. I think definitely if you look at the statistics, like the sales are down this year. What they've actually said is that sales of microwaves are starting to increase again. Oh. Um, you have something called a thermomix, which is kind of gaining in popularity. It's almost like a, a food processor that's computerized that you press some buttons and it will magically do the whole cooking element for you. Now, it's a big, expensive investment. But I, feel, I see the trend on those growing. And the other one is going back to that pressure cooker one. So I know pressure cookers, 80s and 90s, they were kind of a real big thing. The big, mm. heavy sauce, and it was lifted out of the bottom press every once a week for the stew or whatever it was. But I tend to use my pressure cooker. So like I said, mine is a three-in-one where I have my fryer and my pressure cooker quite a lot. And I can cook a gorgeous stew or a casserole in 45 minutes that would take my slow cooker kind of six or eight hours to do. Um, and just depending, again, on your lifestyle, you know, it, it can actually be, be really beneficial. But I do think we're going to perhaps start using them less and less and we're maybe going to revert back to the oven a bit more. Yeah, Yeah.
0: until the next thing comes along, which is, exactly. as, as you say, it's probably the pressure cooker. All this stuff, really. You know what we really want? We want servants. We want people to come into our house and cook our dinner for us. Uh, that's essentially what this is all about.
1: You know what? I want somebody to come to my house and clean up. I would cook for you all day, but it's the clean up that kills
0: me. It really, really is. It's the clean up. All right. Uh, that's a deal, Aisling. Uh, Thanks a minute for talking to us today. That was uh, Ashling Larkin there. Moncrief. Weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze. On Talk.